Hello everyone, Anthony Santiago here, and thank you for joining me on 8X Radio. After two years of trying to make money online, I decided enough was enough. I learned a lot, but I haven't achieved the results that I want yet. I'm committing every single day to becoming financially free and receiving a two comma club award. I will not stop until I have crushed these goals. Join me on my pursuit to financial freedom. I'm documenting my way there, and I want to show you the way. My name is Anthony Santiago, and welcome to AX Radio. All right, so today we're going to be taking a look at the second reason why my funnel failed. So I just want to kind of go over an overview of the conclusion I came to before, and I just realized this morning another reason why it probably uh, <laughs> completely failed. Um, and it makes perfect sense now because, well, you know, you'll see. So the first problem that I discovered is my the price for my offer was too high. So when you're trying to do like a self-liquidating offer, your offer pricing shouldn't be too high for the first product. Um, the upsell, you have a little more wiggle room with that, but with the uh, core offer, you have to keep it kind of kind of on the lower end like 27 to 47 dollars are typically what perform well and the upsell can go as high as like 197 to 297 um if if you're really good at convincing maybe 997 um or higher than that but the point is is that the core offers for a self-liquidating offer funnel really shouldn't be that high because remember the goal of that is to just get customers for free that's it as long as you're getting customers for free, everything else you sell them on the back end will be completely profit, which is the idea, right? That's how ClickFunnels was able to go from zero to $100 million in a couple of years because they have a bunch of SLO offers um, on the front end. And then they sell like higher ticket offers on the back end. Things that are like $1,000, $2,000. Russell Brunson's inner circle program and things like that can go as high as twenty-five to fifty thousand dollars. So you got things like that. You got those really high ticket offers, but then ClickFunnels itself is also a continuity thing. So you pay ninety-seven to two ninety-seven dollars a month for it, which is obviously recurring revenue, which is also useful, right? But the point is, is that their self-liquidating offers don't really get the money on the front end. In fact, um, when he sells. I remember him, I remember somebody mentioning this that worked with him. It's that like his dot-com secrets book, he's actually losing a little bit of money on that. But he's getting he's getting a customer for like a couple of dollars. And then he also has an upsell on that funnel where um, he's kind of able to offset that too. So the idea is to get the customer for preferably break even, but the cheapest amount possible and everything on the back end it doesn't cost you anything to market to your list it doesn't you know because you're just sending emails right or whatever it is you're having your uh people opt into right so if it's an email list if it's a messenger list it doesn't matter the point is is it doesn't cost you anything because you always have you already have those customers in your list that is traffic that you control completely control now specifically for my case I was charging $97, <laughs> I was trying to charge $97 for a self-liquidating offer, and that is way too much. And the other thing that I learned is um, I, I can still sell my $97 offer, I'm just going to have to use a slightly different funnel for it, 
And the other reason why my offer was failing was because my positioning was not correct. Um, and it sounds kind of obvious when you when you put it this way, but everything everything starting from your squeeze page to your to your upsell page should be completely um, <clears throat> should be kind of like a journey for the uh, prospect. So your squeeze page thing, it should be related directly to what you are what you are offering on a sales page, but it. <clears throat> Excuse me. It shouldn't be the same thing, right? And it also shouldn't go backwards. And what I mean by backwards is, let's say that you are offering maybe some like some offer for uh, like a hundred different ways to make money with dropshipping, right? And then your core offer uh, was something like how to start dropshipping, right? The fact that you're attracting people on your squeeze page to people that already know how to dropship. It doesn't make sense to uh, to sell them a course on how to start dropshipping because those people are already dropshipping. They already have that skill. And unless you're teaching something super unique, they're probably not going to buy it because they're not they're not going to relearn the same skill that they already have. Now, it's different if you're saying, "Oh, um, well, here's here's a hundred different ways to make money with dropshipping, right?" And then maybe you sell them a different way of making money like print on demand, right? Kind of, that can be an accompaniment to a dropshipping store. And that kind of offer would be more congruent. So the key word here is congruence. It's that you're trying to have the most logical things right after the other. So in my specific case, I was selling people, I was targeting beginners and that was pretty clear in my ad copy for my Facebook ad that I, I wanted beginners to have this book, right? Um, a 110 page ebook on uh, the Java programming language. And after that, the, the actual offer was a how to code course, right? So now that I think of it, uh, think about it, right? It doesn't necessarily make a, lo- a whole lot of sense to bring in people who are beginners at Java, right? Um, or to begin in, uh, to bring in like beginners, right? I need to bring in people who, I need to position my offer in a way to where I'm bringing in people who are starting from zero, because when they get to the, the sales offer page, right, they're probably like, well, uh, you know, I'm a beginner, but I already know how to code. Why am I, why am I going to, you know, why am I going to take this course if I already know how to code? So what I can do is um, I can rephrase my ad copy. <clears throat> And make it more clear that it's for people who are kind of starting from zero. Or maybe people who already tried to code before and they failed at it. So that way when they download my ebook, right? They'll be the people who are starting from zero will get an offer that's tailored towards people who are starting from zero, right? Learning how to code. Now the other way I can make this work is if I just kept my current audience, right? And on my sales page, instead of saying learn how to code, I could say learn how to leverage your Java skills, right? Because at that point, I'm not positioning my offer to where they're starting uh, more backward on their path, right? It's more of an accompaniment. And that's what you need to have when you're doing when you're doing your funnels. You need to have accompaniments, um, not things that bring them backwards. Because if, 
if if it's bringing them backwards, they're probably not going to buy. So the way I see it is I have about three different options that I can do with this. I can either reposition my my um, my ad to attract people who are starting from zero or people who have failed, right? So that way, when I get to my sales page, they'll be coming from a point of starting from zero instead of people who are probably already um, maybe decent at programming already. They're not going to want to take a course on how to program again. That just doesn't it doesn't make sense. It's not congruent with that audience. Now, on the flip side, if I like I said earlier, if I did want to keep this audience, if I did want to keep my my copy on Facebook, what I could do is position my offer in a way to where I could say um, I could say you know you can leverage your Java skills this way, just follow my program kind of thing. So if I say you can use your existing Java skills and you're not starting from zero, then they'll be more likely to read my copy resonate with my story and you know buy my uh, whatever it is I'm selling and the third thing is well this is probably something I'm gonna have to do anyway but I need to provide some more value up front um, because there's somebody else in the group who was um, he was selling an offer for 997 right and I asked him I'm like I'm like, how are you? How are you doing that? Like with a self-liquidating offer funnel, and he basically said that he wasn't doing a self-liquidating offer funnel. He was actually, it was actually like a modified version of that. So it wasn't really like a true self-liquidating uh, offer follow uh, funnel. Excuse me. It was more like a series of like follow-up funnels. So basically, what he would do is he would get his the email right from the squeeze page, and then. His, his offer, his free offer was actually three training videos. And when they opted in, he would, they would get the first video. And then the second day, they would get the second video. Uh, it would send them like an email for it. And then the third day, they would get the third video. And then after they watched the third video, then he would send them to a sales page. Because at that point, they've had time to kind of... Um, to kind of get a feel for how like he teaches um, his knowledge level and you know just kind of building trust with that so I think if I'm going to move forward with a $97 offer then that is something that I'm really going to have to do now um, I already started recording some training videos so my idea currently is to maybe record like half of um, my first module which wouldn't take long anyway I was able to record like four or five videos um, in about an hour and a half. So if I can take those videos, right, and make that my free offer, or maybe offer it as a bonus, right, for downloading the book, then I can filter out people who aren't true beginners, right? So I'll be getting a lot of opt-ins, right? But then it'll kind of, in a way, it'll kind of be like a second opt-in, right? So. I can like present like the small training series and be like, hey, you, you, I'll train you for an hour on Java, right? Here, here, just press this button or whatever. Now that's an idea. And something else I could do is instead of offering a book in the first place, I can just offer the training series, maybe like an hour of training or something like that. So that way when people, peop, the only people who are really gonna go to a video training series and watch the whole thing from front to back are probably just people who are beginners, right? 
Um, so that's who I want to attract. I feel like I, I was attracting people who were above the point of learning how to code, and that kind of um, that kind of resulted in them just not caring at all about my offer, which it's it makes sense why they would just be immediately dropping off the page because the positioning uh, wasn't really resonating with them. The hook wasn't resonating with them, and it is just pretty clear it's not something they were interested in. So I think my best way to do this will probably be to um, just right out of the gate, just send them to a squeeze page for a a four-part training course or however many videos there are. It would add up to like an hour and a half to two hours of training. And then after the last video on like the third day, I would send them to a sales page. I'll say, if you like the way I teach, I have a whole course, um, a whole course that'll take you from A to Z, you know, how to program in Java. And you figure the people that's going to attract people who actually are starting from zero or failed. Because I know for me, right, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back and watch like the fundamentals of Java, right? Because I'm already way past that point. Something I would go for is a course that was teaching a more advanced part because that's where I am on my learning path, right? So it's all about like the learning path. Where are your prospects on their journey? Are you attracting the right prospects? Does your sales page resonate with that with that person? And um, does that person trust you enough to give you money? So I'm kind of trying to clear out those two problems with one change, right? which is this whole giving a lot of value up front through the use of videos. And then after they're done the videos, send them right to a sales page, be like, hey, if you like what I'm doing, I have a whole course on this. It's coming out uh, December 1st. It's this much. And hopefully that'll have a lot better results. All right, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the way I'm gonna go, but I still have to think about it a little more, just kind of weigh things out. Um, and still have to consider if I really want to try and get a $97 working right out of the gate. Because like the higher you go, obviously the more difficult it is to sell. And I don't know how much more I want to do with testing with that to actually see if I can get it to work. And it's going to be, uh, it's going to be more difficult because I've already put like about $300 in ads. Um, so hopefully, <laughs> um, hopefully whichever way I go with it'll work out. But I'm I'm pretty happy that I figured out why I figured out like I narrowed it down what the possible reasons could be as to why this isn't working. Um, so understandably, that is particularly why I haven't launched my new offer yet. I'm not just trying to uh, rush something just to get something out there because. That's exactly the cycle I had before with dropshipping and print-on-demand. Like, something wouldn't work, I would kind of freak out and just kind of make some rash decisions and try it all over again um, quickly um, without thinking about it too much. And that's something, that that's a cycle that has to stop, like, right now. I just have to kind of sit back and actually think about... Uh, well, first of all, identify the reasons it's not working and then think of a logical resolution to that problem, right? And then hopefully, after doing a couple of these iterations, we'll start to see some sales coming in. And I was reading an article earlier that somebody shared. It was a pretty useful article on how to identify 
the potential uh, problems with your funnel. And they said that it took Russell about six different tries to get the ClickFunnels funnel to actually convert. So even if you are a pro at funnels, it doesn't matter if you're a beginner or a pro, intermediate, really advanced, um, you're, there are, there's always that chance it's not going to work right out of the gate. And unfortunately, it didn't work for me right out of the gate, but that, that doesn't mean I can't get it to work because I did have a very big opt-in rate, which was a really good sign. So if I can mimic that same opt-in rate, but with better positioning and better value, then I should be able to make some sales and I should be able to get something going like that. But um, that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Um, I'm still making a final decision. I got to weigh out my options and see which one is most logical. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards maybe trying the same audience, but positioning in my offer in a new way and saying you can leverage your Java skills um, in this other way, right? So it'll work for, for beginners, right? Because it has all the fundamentals in there. But for more advanced people, right? They can get a more balanced, um, more solidified skill set if they go through my course. So if I can position it in that way and resonate with both audiences, like the people who already kind of know how to code and are confident with their skills and people who are starting from the beginning, it's like a there's something for everyone, right? There's something for beginners and something for people who already have an idea of how, how to code, right? Um, so as long as I can resonate with both of those audiences, I should be good to go. And um, that should also help my conversion rate because um, I already know like my ad is working and my opt-in is working, my squeeze page is working. So if I can like throw more value in there, then that'll probably work really well. But that is it for this one. Uh, I think that pretty much covers everything. I will post an update tomorrow. Um, I'm probably not gonna be running traffic tomorrow, hopefully on um, maybe Wednesday. I'll be running traffic to my new offer, which is uh, two days from now. All right, but as always, um, I hope you learned something and have a great day. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and I will see you tomorrow.